The journey of life is too complex and spiritual to be lived from your sensory perceptions. You're welcome to Love Life City, where we live life by the Holy Spirit. Our vision is to raise men with the capacity to love genuinely both God and humanity through insight, discipleship, and fellowship. This message will set you up for a balanced lifestyle here on earth. Listen and be blessed. The plan of God for every child of God is not just to be a pastor or to have a church that the, the person is attending. The plan of God for every child of God is that every child of God can take care of a nation. Every child of God can take a nation for Jesus. Every born again Christian can lead a nation to God. Every born again child of God can lead a nation to God. So our anchor scripture from, for today's teaching is Matthew 11 verse 28. Matthew 11 verse 28. Hallelujah. Matthew 11 and verse 28. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Matthew 11 verse 28 says, Come unto me, O ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you read the next verse, it tells you something very important. So read, read the next verse. Let's see. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. So take my yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly heart and you shall find rest for your soul. Hallelujah. Please pay attention to what I'm going to say today. Now, the the way to take a nation is you first of all you get discovered and then after becoming, after you are discovered you get developed after you are developed you get de deployed so there are three D's to discipling a nation Amen somebody say three D's to discipling a nation say get discovered say development say deployment so those are the three D's for discipling a nation please pay attention to what I'm saying these are the three D's to discipling a nation there are many Christians that they only stop at being discovered they just answer the call of God give their life to Christ and they stop there but it's beyond being discovered you need to be developed and then you need to be deployed everywhere you see in scriptures the bible talks about the destiny of a child of god as a global destiny the bible says you are a city set on the hill the bible calls you a city first peter chapter 2 from verse 9 the bible calls us a royal priesthood and a holy nation say i am a royal priesthood i am a holy nation come on are you hearing what i'm saying the Bible refers to you as a city. The Bible refers to you as a nation. Deuteronomy 28, if you read from verse 1 down to before you get to 15, the Bible, one of the blessings that were given in that scripture, I think it's verse 12, he said, you shall lend to nations and you shall not borrow. Amen? So I want you to have it at the back of your mind that the day you accepted to give your life to Christ, you were signed up for a national assignment. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The day you gave your life to Christ, you just signed up as an emissary to nation. 
as a messenger to nations. The reason why many of us do not get to the level where we can reach out to nations, we can be a blessing to nations, is because we stop along the way. Many people give up along the line of development. Am I communicating here? Many people just get discovered by God and they sit down there. But look at that scripture. That scripture said, Come unto me, O ye that labor and are even led. God was calling on people, was trying to discover people, but he did not stop there. He said, Learn from me, for I am meek and what? For I am meek and what? Oh, this church, you guys don't have your Bibles. Learn from me. That is called development. Somebody say development. Then the last thing that scripture said says, Take my yoke for it is light, and I will bear your yoke. He said, Take my yoke upon yourself. That is what is called deployment. That is what is called deployment. And if you are not ready to go through these processes, your destiny might be global, but you end up locally. If this church grows to 1,000, see, one of the things that happens to many believers is that we, easily to, we are easily to satisfied. You raise a church and the church is now a thousand persons and you are just so comfortable. The only thing you are concerned about is still that just your church, your members, as long as they are doing well, you are not concerned about raising people who are going to go into politics and seize the political world. You're not concerned about raising people who are going to do business and seize the business world. You're just concerned about let your people come into church and you bless them. You don't want to train them on how to become global citizens, on how to become global emissaries. You don't want to train them on how to be a different politician, a different businessman and a different businesswoman. My friend, that those your members, one day they will turn and kill you because they'll become bored about the whole thing. And even you as a child of God, if all you do that is why you have churches that when you go to those churches, you see people competing for one small post and they say the post is, uh, we want to be a chairman, chairman of board of trustees. I, I, they said I should become deaconess. I am the deaconess. You are competing for a post in church, whereas there is a post for you in the world. There is a post for you in the place of business. There is a post for you in the place of entertainment. What are you doing right in church, competing and fighting amongst yourself when the world was what you were sent to? Am I communicating here? So in this month of divine preservation and divine escape, I want to show you how you can be completely away from anything called attack. The reason why so many Christians can still yet be attacked is because the, the Christians or the believers of nowadays, they are, not yet, they are not yet ready to be deployed to reach out to their world. And so anything can happen to them. They can be attacked. They can be slowed down. The devil can, can do a lot in their life. Because I discovered that any man that has, that is ready to be deployed, any man that is ready to go to the nations, to take the nations for Jesus, one thing is not, will not be lacking in that person's life. And that thing is called authority. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the Bible said in the book of Matthew 28, and if you read from verse 16, Jesus was talking to the disciples. He said, I've been given all authority. In heaven and on earth. Therefore, go ye into all the world and make disciples of what? I have been given, the Bible says, I have been given all authority. Therefore, I send you. So you see, anybody who is ready to be deployed, 
one thing that is sure for that person is authority is waiting to back you up so there are many many cases you should be that normally you should be bothered about in your family lord we want the daily bread we want money for food no we want money to pay house rent when you are an emissary to the nations the kind of authority that will back you up is the kind of authority that will meet the needs of the nations so what does that make of your own needs are you with me when the bible was blessing the children of israel in deuteronomy 28 what god intended was that this nation israel and everybody there will have a capacity to lend to nations do you know that the richest people in the world the most the richest five over five percent of the wealth of the whole world belongs to israelites are you aware are you aware more than five percent oh am i saying it right yeah more than five percent of the wealth of the whole world you know the whole world nigeria just to give you a perspective Nigeria is only no, it's not anywhere close to the 0 0.00001 percent. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Of the of of the wealth of the world, we don't have up to 0 0.0001 percent of the wealth of the world. In fact, we are owing people. Amen. But the Israelites they control more than five percent of the the whole wealth in the world. And, and I'm saying this to you because you need to start thinking beyond where you are now. The reason why many people, listen, am I communicating here? The reason why many people, they run away at the stage of discovery, some people run away at the stage of development, is because they are not ready for deployment. Their eyes is not in that place of deployment. They are not seeing themselves as, as, as answers to nations, to the issues of nations. You are not yet seeing yourself as the answer to the problem in the entertainment world. You are not yet seeing yourself as, as, as someone that God is going to send to solve a problem in, in Nigeria or in a nation or in Africa. That's why. Because if you begin to see yourself as a person that God is sending or God is using or God is about to use, when you are in your process of discovery, you will not be satisfied. You will press in to more of God. When you are in your process of development, you will not be distracted. You will follow through. Elijah came to Elisha. Elisha was with a couple of other prophets. But as soon as Elisha, Elijah touched a lot of people, but as soon as they touched Elisha, Elisha left everything and followed Elijah. The reason was because Elijah was not just following this man for what this man is carrying now. He was following this man for his own assignment. He knows he had an assignment. Help me preach your neighbor as a neighbor. God has sent you as an answer to nations. So when the Bible says he has is sending you to make disciples of all nations, understand that God is not thinking small of you. But you can actually die small because you decided to. So I want to show you how you can survive every level and you can get to that level where you are fit to be sent as an answer to nations. Please pay attention to what I'm saying. How many of you know from, I will give you many instances from scriptures, many heroes in the Bible, from Jesus to David to um, Daniel to Joseph. I'll start with Joseph. 
How many of you know when Joseph was born, God began to call him, began to discover him, and he began to show him dreams in the night where the sun and the moon was bowing down to him and the eleven stars were bowing down to him. God began to tell him about what he would do with him. And then Joseph began to respond to God, walked in holiness, walked in righteousness, followed after God. But in the midst of responding to God, in the midst of his walking with God, you know, God began to develop him. God began to train him. And in the midst of the training, this part called development, many, this is where many Christians give up. And they don't end up becoming a gift to the nations. Because every time that you are going through a development, are you hearing me? Every time you are going through a development, you must go through tough times. There is no development without tough times. So, the, the, the times where Joseph experienced the real development was that moment where he was brought as his own brothers threw him into a pit, sold him and then after that time he got his Potiphar's wife, Potiphar's wife lied on him, they took him to the prison that was a season of development and what determines that whether you are developing is what you are doing in the midst of the tough time are you hearing what I'm saying that tough times that you are going through, you are not able to afford food you are not able, you are drinking Gary, what did you do in the midst of that tough time, did you still have a prayer life? Did you still have a word life? Did, were you still consistent? Were you still serious in your walk with the Lord? Because according to what the scripture says, or what the scripture teaches, the Bible says, anybody that must be a disciple of Jesus, must first of all take up his cross. So it means that in the process of your development, you must carry a cross. Am I communicating here? You must go through pain. Sometimes it's not easy. So some church people, the moment they start, they start going through issue, they st- since they're not working with them, say, ah, God has abandoned me. I'll not come to this church. I'll not go to church again. Ah, God, if God is God, he must change my story. Or else I'll tell my Bible. Those kinds of Christians will not do much in life. Those kinds of Christians, the dev- those are the kind of Christians that devil likes to do gambling with. You know gambling, cha-cha. Those are the kind of Christians that when they're in a bus, accident happen, day two, they will die. Because their life, has not pointed to God's original purpose for them, for their existence. Am I communicating here? So, Joseph, listen to me. When God first discovered, so when God brings you in, for instance, in the beginning, He discovers you, He will bless you. Come unto me, O ye that labor, and I have you ready, and I will give you ready. So, He will bless you. But after He has blessed you, your discovery he will start developing you and many times you go through pains it's not comfortable for you it's not easy for you and then when you get to that level you cross that level and then if you pass that test where he's developing you you'll get to the point where he will now make you a blessing are you getting something that is when he, he deploys you am i communicating here so after joseph has gone through all those things he went through he got to a point where he was now made in charge of the resources of Egypt. And the people who once sold him out, they had to come. It was the one that now saved them. So he became an answer to the prayer of a nation after he had gone through this process. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This, many of you are saying, by saying, okay, who else did this thing happen to? The same thing happened to Jesus. Many of heroes of faith. When Jesus was born, he was blessed. Three wise men came and gave him very expensive gifts. 
with frankincense and mark. Those gifts were very expensive. In his growing up, he got to a place where he, he had to go through development. He went through pains. He went through scourging. They beat him. They spat on him. They insulted him. He died on the cross. And as soon as he died, he went to heaven. And then he became a blessing. The Bible says, and then the Bible says, and he's, and he, if I go not to heaven, I will not send another comforter. But if I go, I will send you another comforter. And he shall teach you of all things. And he shall bring to your members of all things. As soon as he went through that process, that development process, he became a blessing to the whole universe. Hallelujah. David, the same thing, was the last born. When he was first born, of course, you know he was born by a harlot. It's not a legitimate son. Huh? Are you aware? Who was the father of David? So he was not a legitimate son of Jesus. So when he was born, the father, the father actually you know, cared about him more than he cared about others. He was very talented. He was, he was doing well. He had a gift in, in, in him. He had an ability in him. He was blessed. But after that blessing, he had to go through some series of developments. He had to go through certain corners. Hallelujah. You know, he, even though he killed Goliath, he killed the bear, he went through some serious torment for many years. Saul was haunting him to kill him. And within that time was, that, was the time that God developed him. And then after he was developed, he was now, he was now made the king of the whole Israel. How many of you still want to be sent to nations? Let me see your hands. You want to be a national figure? This is the price you will pay. Now, let me show you something very carefully. There are pathways to becoming a gift to nations or to becoming a discipler of nations. Pathways. Pathways that you must go through in that development stage before you are well prepared, before you are suitable to become a gift to nations. There are pathways you must go through. Whilst you are in your development stage, there are things that the Bible demands that you will do. It is in that development stage that we call discipleship stage. Before you yourself become a discipler. So, let me, before I talk about this, I need to let you know. For instance, if I am discipling any of you now, the first thing I will do is I will look for that need that you have. Amen? Amen? There's a need that you have. There is something that is bothering you. I will first of all meet your needs. And then when I meet your needs, then you will be ready to learn. And then when you are ready to learn, you'll be ready to be sent. So this is the same process for all of you. If you are bringing anybody to church or you are going to minister to anybody, you want to disciple anybody because the end point of a church is that as I disciple you, you disciple what? Others. It's part of the development process too. Before God sends you to nations. Some of you, before God gives you an idea to start a business that will help Zambia, God will first of all disciple you first. So for instance, somebody comes to church for the first time. That's why the Bible says, come unto me with your labor and a heavy lady. Jesus, when he gathered disciples, he first of all met their needs. Then he now began to develop them, they began to learn, and then he sent them out. So when someone comes to this church for the first time, if the person has a need, the first thing is to do what? If you meet a friend that you want the person to grow, the first thing you will do is to do what? To do what? That is what it means to discover. Very soon we will go to, we'll be going for school evangelism. We'll be going to schools, we might organize talent horns and, and a lot of things for schools when we go there the first thing we should be looking out for is to meet what are we together because after you've met their needs they'll be ready to listen to you that was it. the bible says and jesus gathered a lot of multitudes to listen to the word of god and they were very hungry the bible says that jesus had to multiply bread he had to pray for bread to multiply and then as soon as he had done that the Bible says they all ate, 5,000 people. After they ate, Jesus began to teach them. So, if you are ready to this, 
see the church of these last days many churches are not ready for this they just want to be gathering people and that's a big problem if the church will be have a, a say in nigeria if the church will have a voice if the church can change the narrative in nigeria we must learn these things and this is what the muslims have understood so you see a muslim man driving on the street and you will see an elamandiri and take him and give him food and solve his problem and make people, many of them will, will make sure that that alamangeli is going through no matter what alamangeli is going through he does not have a problem of what he is so that he can go and learn how to recite the quran are you aware of that how come believers have become so selfish how come you have the only thing you are thinking about is yourself you need to start thinking about other people around you because your destiny is that of a nation that's what the bible says we used to quote our, our, our closing remark in church uh, we are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden it is your destiny. We are not telling you what is not. It's what God has written concerning you. Say, what has been written concerning me? It's a destiny for nations. So you must start. You must start now. Now you have all of all of you listen to me. You have you have been discovered. What the stage you are in now is what development. And in that development stage, you too now have to start discovering other people. Am I communicating here? And getting them into this development stage too. There's something I want to show you quickly. What happens during development stage? The things that happen during development stage. Number one, in your development stage, you learn. Amen. You learn. You learn. You learn. You learn. You learn. The Bible says, "Learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart." And the first thing you learn, as you're writing, you learn your development stage. The first thing you learn is how to be meek how to be teachable praise the lord if you are going to be a disciple that will disciple nations you have to be teachable remember when i'm talking about please i hope i'm not losing anybody are we together when i'm talking about discipling nations god can give you sir god can give you a business idea now to start up something and when you start up that thing south africa will say we need you the person that invented MTN, I'm sure you know that person is very important to Africa, at least Africa. Are you aware? Do you know that if the person decides that every day as you wake up, they are sending you scriptures, whether you are a Muslim or whatever, that person now, with that business he has started, is already discipling a nation. Are you aware? Are you aware? That is the end point of the church. That is why you learn that is why you come to church and pray when we pray long we are not just praying just for our own needs now but we are praying so that we can, God can bring us to that level where we can start meeting the needs of nations meeting the needs of, of, of the world do you know what the Bible says that, that will happen in the last days let me show you what, something I'm still, I'm, remember where I am I'm talking about the first thing, first thing that happens in development that you learn but let me show you something that the Bible says that will happen in the last days look at this the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 2 and verse 2. Isaiah 2 and verse 2. Are we there? Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Somebody said, The mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. And all nations shall flow into it. 
what this means is that in the last days you and I will rise will rise to the level that nations will need us shout the loudest amen you will rise to the level that nations will need you shout the loudest amen so because of what God wants to do with our lives we can't, we can't, be, we can't joke with our development stage and so the first thing is that you must learn you must be willing to learn you are not just willing to learn scriptures you are not just meek to learn scriptures you are willing and you are meek to learn everything learnable do you understand what I'm saying in your development stage you must be a learner that's why it is wrong for you to be in church and you are not with this a, a bible you are not opening bible you must be inquisitive to learn do you know what, what happened with Jesus he was 12 years old and he went to the temple and he was in the temple learning at the age of 12. He had a passion for knowledge. He was obsessed to an extent that he even knew some things. He knew some things at the age of 12. He knew some things that some teachers, some elders could not know because he was inquisitive. Anytime somebody speaks and you hear a new word for the first time, there should be a drive for you to learn. Am I communicating here? There should be something that pushes you to learn. Anytime somebody, you, you, are, you are reading something and you don't understand, learn, ask questions. That is a sign that you are ready to be developed and then deployed. But many many Christians, you are not ready. And then many churches are no longer places where people learn. There are places where people just go and they receive something that they need for their life to move forward. They are not ready to learn. They just want to shout, prophesy, Papa. You see, are you hearing what I'm saying? But if you must be deployed and sent to nations, you must be an answer to the question of nations. You must be, you must be a hungry learner. It's not every time Facebook and YouTube and Netflix. Thank you for listening. We know this powerful message by Pastor Emmanuel Azizor has blessed you in no small way. Kindly WhatsApp plus 234-701-652-3173 if you wish to give your life to Christ or share your testimonies with us. The number to WhatsApp is plus 234-701-652-3173. God bless you.